Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yeah, welcome in Pro Wrestling. here on a Saturday. You know what time it is? Weekend edition of Busted Open coming your way. I'm Ryan McKinnell holding it down on this Saturday. Enjoy to be as always. I got the world's strongest man. Mark Henry holding it down. We got a hell of an episode inside for you all as we recap the week that was in professional wrestling. It wouldn't be a Saturday edition of Busted Open if we didn't throw a weekly winner your way. So check that out inside. Also on this episode of Busted Open, we recap the draft last night. That's right. The WWE draft round one happening on SmackDown last night. We dive into that, the ramifications of what that might mean going forward. And speaking of SmackDown, last night on SmackDown, we got a little bit of a home invasion to tell about. That's right, the one and only, the dastardly Seth Rollins making his impact on a Friday night. And we chop it up with myself and the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. It's busted open on a Saturday. You know what time it is. All you got to do is sit back, relax, click play on your browser. Let's get it going. The Tribal Chief. Yes! Monday Night Raw selects the WWE Champion, Big E! Terrific pick for Monday Night Raw, the current WWE Champion. The Raw Women's Champion, the Queen, Charlotte Flair! Incredible! The SmackDown, SmackDown! I couldn't hear, I don't think that somebody was potentially speaking out of somebody, but Charlotte Flair is coming to Friday Night SmackDown! Monday Night Raw selects... The EST of WWE, Bianca Belair. Oh my, what a huge pick for Monday night. You just heard it there. Mondays becoming the mostest. EST, Bianca Belair making a switch over to the red brand. Charlotte Flair coming over to the blue brand. And Mark Henry. Mark Henry's got his first edition Jack's action figure there. Man, looking good after 25 years, Mark. 25 years. You sit right there, little buddy. Watch buddy. this. Watch what I do right here. <laughs> I got an audience awesome. right here. 
That's awesome. Mark, uh, for those that can't see, obviously, I'm looking at Mark on Zoom. Uh, Mark was talking about a fan. Uh, he didn't have any of those old-school Jack's uh, original action figures of his first runs of, uh, you know, his first figures. So a fan brought him some, and now he's got them. Oh, man, that one. Man, I forgot about that uh, ring attire. S- sexual chocolate. Yeah, but uh, the black and yellow like that. Looking good, looking good. So, Mark, you just heard the audio there. I know you watched last night. Uh, that is the first round of the WWE draft. Obviously, it continues on Monday night. Like last year, the, uh, the the superstars were split into different pools, so not everybody was able to be taken on Friday. But a lot of the champions were taken off the board on Friday, including the first round there, Mark. Big E and Roman Reigns. Big E going from SmackDown to Raw and Roman Reigns, the Tribal Chief, the first pick of the draft, stays on SmackDown. Can't really fault SmackDown for taking Roman Reigns first. Not only has he been such an integral part of the Friday night experience, Mark, he's arguably the best thing going in WWE right now. I think he'd be my first pick. Yeah, I mean, that that, that was a notable that I thought should have been picked in the first round that didn't get picked, and... Uh, that's AJ Styles and almost. Um, I think they were in the other. I think they were in the other. They're in that other bracket that had to be saved for Monday. So I don't yeah. think they were able to be taken. So, uh, but I'm, okay. I'm with you. AJ's a first rounder. I'm with you, man. And there was some people on NXT that I would have thought um, would have been picked before Hit Row, but nonetheless, Hit Row has been one of the hottest things, if not the hottest thing, on. Uh, NXT. Absolutely. And we will get to hit row. Mark kind of burying the lead there because believe me, I am very excited about that. But that came later in uh, round three, Mark. But for round one, Roman Reigns, Big E, what do you think about it? Roman stays on Friday night. Big E moves over to Monday. I like the move for Big E they because did it. It, pr- it pretty much makes him the centerpiece of a show on Monday that I think, I don't want to say desperately needs it. I'm just, I think it gives him a serious injection of life, a new look, new stories to be told. I like Big E on Mondays, Mark. I like your choice of words. I think that it adds life. And they got it right. Um, taking the two champions first and then everything else filling it out. Big E is going to give Monday Night Raw a champion that is versatile, that's more entertaining. We said this for the last, what, two or three months, that Raw has just been like, man, I'm falling asleep. And I, and I know it don't help. I don't help that it don't help that it's three hours long, but right. I mean you need somebody like a Big E, the New Day, to get that thing going, man. Make that place a party. Yeah, absolutely. And hey, with great of, wrestling, with great wrestling, yeah. Well, of course, of course. And and I will say this with uh, credit to Raw, the last couple weeks specifically have been a lot better on that show. I really, really hope it continues. And as we talk about the draft. And Monday Night Raw, Mark, I'm going to be out your way for the draft on Monday. I'm going to be in the great state of Texas out in Dallas at Steam Theory Brewing. I'm going to be making an appearance there for the Monday Night uh, Raw draft party over there at Steam Theory Brewing. We're going to have prizes. We're going to have drink specials. We're going to be getting it in. We're going to be partying with everybody down in Texas. I'm excited for that, man. Man, while you're there, you got to get you some barbecue, man. 
in Dallas. Oh, you got to. Oh, you got to go get you a turkey leg. You Bro, know, I got, got one the... meal. I get in at one o'clock. Raw is at seven o'clock. I got to be at Steam Theory Brewing around six to get everything set up and get ready for the party. So if I'm only doing one spot in Dallas for an afternoon meal, wow. come on, man. Where am I going? Where am I taking my Uber? Wow. I'm going to have to think about it because it's, right. it's, way, this is it's way too much. Yeah, this it's is very important. This, this is a very important. See, this is why I love we, we the world's strongest this. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't just he just doesn't uh, flippantly throw out a name. He's like, no, this is important. This are we is doing your one soul trip to food? Dallas. Yeah, no. Are we doing? Oh, I want best option. No, best barbecue. option. barbecue. Preferably barbecue or steak or you know meat. It's Dallas. It's Texas. I don't need. I, I don't need. I don't need sushi or no disrespect to to Japanese food or, or or Southwest food or Mexican food or anything, but. If I'm in Texas, I'm 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 going with the meats, my guy. You see the what I changed sweats. my uh, you see what I changed my uh, my fantasy football team name to in our fantasy football league. No. So I was the Las Vegas Bubble Boys because I'm uncreative and it was during a pandemic and that's all I could come up with. But I'm the Sin <laughs> the I'm the I'm the Sin City Meat Slappers now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, big meat, big two big meat men. You know, slapping meat, a uh, little little New Day love there. And one of the yeah, members little, of the New, New Day, Day might be, I was going to say, one of the members of the New Day might be in our uh, fantasy football league. But, uh, yeah, you took care of me. I think it was last week, Mark, you took, uh, you took me out. But there's a whole other issue with our fantasy football league. You being the commissioner, putting us on auto draft at midnight when I was at Shang-Chi on my birthday. Uh, there was a lot of nefarious happenings going down in our fantasy football league. Hey, I league. sent the message out. Mm, Guys, allegedly, this is what we're doing. Allegedly. Uh-huh. Allegedly. Allegedly. I, midnight. You, you told Who me you were in the movie. At midnight. You Who said you were in the movie. Yeah, that's you why you drafted because you were scared of me. No, I never said I was getting out. I said I was going to a movie. You were scared of me, and then you auto-drafted me in the middle of the movie. I get it. I'd be scared of me, too. You finished in the last half of the bracket last year, so I, I had nothing to fear. <laughs> Absolutely nothing to fear. <laughs> I think you actually did better off having an auto draft than you drafting. (laughs) Jeez. You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So back to the draft. Back to the draft as much as I would love to sit here and dive into our fantasy football happenings. Uh, Bianca Belair finding herself on Monday Night Raw. Now, as we talk about breathing life, uh, giving a little bit of a different view to Monday nights. It's great to have Big, Big E on Monday. That is going to be awesome. Um, but I would be lying if I wasn't saying that Bianca Belair on Monday wasn't my favorite part of round one. Listen, Charlotte Flair on SmackDown is going to be great. We saw her delivering those big boots last night in heels. Big boots via heels last night in the squared circle. Charlotte on Friday is going to be awesome. But Bianca on Monday, I really feel like she's going to be – We obviously more, more of the draft needs to happen. We need to see what's going to happen more on Monday. But it really feels like she's going to be the A side on Monday nights and really going to be must-watch, Mark. Without a doubt. I mean, Bianca is, is gradually making her way to the top of the card and being the face of a brand. Not not just the uh, the women's division, but overall, and that's pretty damn impressive to do uh, this young in her career. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing. Not only is she going to be able to represent, but 
do exactly what I feel like Big E is going to do uh, over on Raw. And that is entertain as well yes. as put five-star yeah. matches up. Yeah, here's the thing, my concern. Uh, and it's a small one because I, I've said this before, and I, I we talk about memories of the Saturday show. Uh, actually, memories of you and I go precede, predate the Saturday show. The very first show we ever did together, I found out. Bianca Belair had just debuted on NXT. She had just started hair whipping, folks. She had had maybe one or two matches, and I had found out that you had recruited her and brought her into the fold, and we spent like a half an hour one day when I filled in during the week. This is before the Saturday show even existed, and I was just over the moon about Bianca Belair and just wanting to hear stories about her and her recruitment and what her background was because I, I genuinely thought she was going to be a future champion and now here we are a few years later she is a future champion obviously Mark you wouldn't have recruited her if you didn't think she was going to be a future champion as we talk about championships and Bianca Belair she is coming off of one of the greatest rain, main events of WrestleMania history, right? When she took out Sasha Banks. Obviously, we got the rematch last night on Friday Night SmackDown. Definitely going to have them SmackDown, I'm talking about, in contention for weekly winner coming up in hour three. But we saw the way she lost to Becky, right? We see the evolution of Bianca. She's now headed to Monday nights. Mark. I, I, I'm not saying it's a concern because I do believe Bianca is above just about any sort of questionable booking you can throw her way, but she has to be looked at near the top, and I'm sure she's going to be. I just want to make sure that momentum continues because, Mark, I feel like having her win at WrestleMania the way she did, uh, the, the way everybody was excited, the match that her and Sasha had, I just... And now the way everything's playing out with the draft, I hope there's a, I hope there's a bigger plot line at store for us. I hope there's a bigger story for Bianca because the last thing I would want is for her to lose any sort of steam, Mark. Because I think you would agree she's, if not the hottest commodity in WWE, she's one of them right now. She's burning. She she's definitely one of them. I mean, when you say the hottest, white hot, there's nothing. You know that can get Roman Reigns, man. Yeah, he's like there. he is he's the there. he he's the guy. I mean, it's just yeah. unbelievable what he's been able to do um, in that transition. That you know the Gunseses of the world uh, got down on early, and I just said, wait, just hold on. And we got exactly when you don't push. When you don't push. And the crowd organically gets to feel and choose what we want. Then that's what happened with Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns came back and and organically took over. Man, it, it wasn't nothing. The WWE helped. They put him in a good light. They put him in a good spot. Right, right. But Roman did that. He embraced that. He embraced what was to come. He knew yes, what was expected of him, and he delivered in the best possible way. So much to the point, Mark, where he's so good that I re- and he and he's and, and he's been running with this character now for over a year, and it's still not stale. I know for some people it is, uh, but not many. I mean, there's always the, you, know, you always got the haters out there. You always got the Gunseses, which I Please guess in this case would be call like the in hater would be like the, somebody that, like that says that this is this suck. One of the Gunseses right. of the world. 
please call in. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna even go at you. I just want to hear your opinion and why Roman Reigns sucks. How does Roman Reigns well, suck? I'm not gonna eviscerate you. I'm not gonna cuss at you. Uh, I, I'm speaking of cussing. Uh, I'm gonna take a cussing sabbatical. Um, I talked to you. Dave yesterday. Um, from now on, we're gonna pick a charity. And anytime a cuss word is said, uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a dollar, and we got a swear jar. you're gonna have to put it in the jar, and we're gonna donate every month that money to a charity. So, I, I'm well, I'm trying my best not to have to do it, but we're gonna give something anyway. But the whole man, point is the edit. I gotta edit myself. My pastor's mad. Well, good luck with that shit. All right, so. <laughs> oh, my God. As we continue here, I will say this about Roman Reigns and the draft in round one. Um, stack Monday Night Raw. Roman Reigns is so damn good on Friday night. Just make it the Roman Reigns show. I tune in for him anyway. Have him have three segments. Keep telling this story. Brock Lesnar's, and we got an update on Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, it looks like he's going to be able to show up wherever he wants. Listen, more draft talk on the way. That was just round one. We got two, three, and four to get to. Plus, we had an outstanding episode of AEW Rampage last night on TNT. And when we come back, we're going to dive into it. We're just getting started here hour one on a saturday of busted open i'm ryan that's mark hey everyone this is kirk morris this is greg McElroy, and this is nate burleson with the 2020 nfl season finally upon us we're excited to announce three new nfl podcasts from sirius xm on total coverage we'll explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results on inside the pocket we will go under the helmet for all the quarterbacks in the nfl and on 17 weeks jamal adams emmanuel sanders and eric ebron will discuss the latest nfl stories straight from the locker room new episodes of all three podcasts will be available every week on the SiriusXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. The landscape of pro wrestling is evolving, which means more options for fans. So many activities! Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell are here to answer the difficult questions. What was the best show this week? You ain't first, you're last. The week's over, so get over. This is the Busted Open Weekly Winner. Well, 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 pro wrestling fans, last week was one of the best weeks that either myself or Mark Henry could remember collectively in quite some time. And Mark, as we start Weekly Winner here today in Hour 3, I got to be honest, all right, this week might not have been as good as last week, but buddy, it was still pretty damn fire. Collectively, a solid, solid week of pro wrestling and it started on Monday. And, Mark, as we look at Monday, we got a great sort of window into what the future holds as we got a lot of Biggie Langston on Monday. And I really felt like it helped add that nice little extra element to the show. I can't wait to see Biggie on Mondays going forward. And, shit, he main evented uh, on Monday in a steel cage match against Bobby Lashley, which was a really great finish to a solid Monday night show. Feels good to be able to say that again. You know what, man? It, it was a great Monday night, and and to be able to sit here and say, "Wow, Monday night was great," meant a lot because to WWE because they haven't had many Monday nights where the world of wrestling was like clamoring for three three hours of pro wrestling right. from them. 
and and right. Biggie and, now, like and said, Bobby represented. Yep. Uh, I thought that Sheamus and and uh, um, God, why Priest? am I Priest Home Priest Damian Holmes. Priest? Yeah, Damian yeah. Priest <laughs> uh, had Grace. Hey, it's the weekend. Had one of the, it, it's it's football it's time. You football so I'm, you know, I'm, I was gonna say, got football on the brain. <laughs> but what a what a hard hitting match, man! I I, I said yeah. this yesterday. I had the ice after watching that match, and. You know, I mean, it, it was serious, and and you you had to say even uh, AJ Styles and Riddle was yeah, awesome, but the main event too. lived up. They pulled what forty minutes, thirty five minutes or so. Um, Cage the the, the you yeah. had the the hurt business come back, which we were so pissed and adamant about the hurt business being broken up, and they brought it back. Great show. Yeah, that and that's a great point about the uh, the hurt business. That was a nice uh, sort of piece uh, to the show that that left you feeling good. That left you feeling good. Speaking of feeling good, new look NXT NXT 2.0 happening on Tuesdays. Um, it was a good show. It was a good show. I'm still adjusting to the new presentation, and 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 I'm with you. I like the colorfulness of it. I like the presentation. I like the lit background. Um, the new faces are nice. Um, I, I still, I, I, the Braun Breaker thing, I, I get why he has to use the name and not the Steiner name. One thing that you can't, uh, deny is obviously the talent is there, especially on Mr. Breaker's part. And also their uh, talent. You talk about the, the talent on the roster at NXT. Been a minute since we've seen from the women's champion, uh, Raquel Gonzalez. We got to see her in the main event against Frankie Monet. It's going to be interesting, Mark, uh, to see how they handle Raquel going forward because I don't know how many challenges she really has on the horizon, but we saw a challenge on Tuesday against Frankie Monet. Another good show from NXT. 2.0, a show that I still feel like is finding their groove and finding their legs, Mark. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed the show, but I mean, there was a, there's a lot of new people that you don't know that haven't mm-hmm. built the relationship with you uh, feel-wise, and some bad promos. Like, man, like really? promo class needs to start back. Like, there was some yeah. people that need work, and uh you know, it's hard for me, and I don't criticize a lot of wrestlers. Um, but, man, I, I just have a big problem um, with there being too much of a, um, I guess, I, I say it's just a carbon copy of The Rock. Um, you, you, see, you see guys come out and they copy something too much to the letter. I mean, it's a it's a form of flattery for somebody to take something that you did. Like you take one element of what this certain wrestler who who he was or how he dressed. But LA Knight is doing way too much rock impersonation, not a form of flattery where you take something. Um Stone Cold Steve Austin gear. I saw his gear. Boom. I thought Stone Cold Steve Austin. Same jacket cut. Same kind of high right writing. Uh, it, it's like, guys, come up with your own stuff and then add elements that make you different. And uh, that, that was just my only critique. 
All right. So as we go from Tuesday, we move to Wednesday. And Mark, I don't know. Uh, Andre, get that uh, get that audio ready. I don't know. I don't know if you're uh, on the other end there, but because I I listen, we're still halfway through weekly winter. I don't know exactly what show is going to take weekly winter because we still got to get through weekly winter. But I know the man who stole the week. I know the man who won the week for me, and that is the enforcer. Arn Anderson. You should have finished that fight. There it is. Here's some differences, though, Cody, that's going to prevent you from going one inch any further. Malachi Black is an assassin. He's a predator. He will do anything in the world to win a match and destroy the man that he's in there with. Ask Lee. Ask Brock. And just the fact is, I would step in and take the fight, but I'm just too damn old. But I'll tell you what. There's two big differences between you and I, Cody. You pull up to a red light, a man jerks your door open, says, out of the car, I'm taking your car. You say, okay, take it. Just don't hurt me. You know what I do? I pull out the Glock, put it on his forehead, and spill his brains all over the concrete. I'm Art Anderson. And all that that implies. And I'll be damned if I'm going to coach a loser. Come on with me, Lee. At least you listen to me. Busted open. Wow. I don't, Mark. I I don't know. Wow. I don't. Can we give a single person weekly winner? Because if we can, Arn Mother Effin Anderson, the enforcer, gets my weekly winner. Just him. Just bro. I enjoyed Wednesday and I enjoyed Friday, and it, it, it and not being a, a, a AEW shield, which you know I am, um, but I can be objective and make a decision and say that Raw was good, or SmackDown was good, or Impact, or New Japan, or ROH, or MLW, wherever. I can I can make that decision on my own and not feel any negativity about it. Mm-hmm. But that Arn Anderson promo was one of those, <laughs> like we said, Roman Reigns. You remember Roman yeah. when Roman first started doing those promos and we were like, man, I don't care what happened on the rest of the show. Did you hear that promo? <laughs> That That is a lot of how I felt about that promo. I mean, Sammy Guevara winning this week, to, and the match he had with Miro, unbelievable. Adam Cole kicking off the show against Jungle. Adam Boy. Cole and Daniel Bryan. I mean, uh, sorry. Uh, Daniel Bryan Danielson <laughs> and Matt Jackson. It, it's been a while, guys. That's, I've been calling him that for 20 years almost. Um, oh, you're talking about uh, but, Rampage, uh, Nick Jackson Rampage. and Bryan Danielson. Yeah, yeah. There's there's been some there were some great matches on Wednesday and Friday, but Arn Anderson, like you said, was pretty darn impressive. 
<laughs> he was. He was. I say, I don't know if you can give a, a single person weekly winner, uh, but Art Anderson, man, if you could give it to anyone, if you could give it to any one wrestler for any one week, and I mean, he ain't even active. That's the enforcer, man. That uh, someone asked me like, or uh, busted open the Twitter, the official busted open Twitter account, was, what did you think of Art Anderson's promo on? On Wednesday, and then it shared a video of Bully and uh, Dave reacting, and I just said, I think an entire new generation got introduced to who exactly the enforcer is and was, right? Because for a lot of people, you see Art Anderson, maybe he comes in, he throws a spine buster in every now and again. But for a lot of us, Art Anderson can be 80 years old, and I'm still shitting bricks when I'm around the dude. He is endlessly terrifying, and Mark, I think an entire generation of new wrestling fans got introduced to just why he is so terrifying. But listen, Mark, we say it all the time. If you ain't first, you're last. We've went over SmackDown plenty these last couple hours. Rampage was good. It was really good, especially that three-way match between Jade Cargill, Nyla Rose, and Thunder Rosa. That was an outstanding match with a huge win for Jade. Uh, But listen, man, that is, again, that's the gamut. That's the list. That's what we're dealing with. Um, I don't know which way you're going. I know which way I'm leaning. Um, and I think that promo might have a lot to do with it. But what do you think, man? Who's your weekly winner going? I, I'm, I, I got to go Rampage. And it's, it's hard. Rampage? I mean, it was, yeah, I had to go Rampage, man. Like, the way that the show started, um, the triple threat was off the chain. Okay. And yes, there was, was energy from CM Punk that came in and, and joined the announce team that I, I felt like it just swayed me. I was entertained the whole time, beginning to end. There was nothing that uh, – there was no point where uh, I felt like, wow, I'm going to go get something to drink. I felt well, like I was, I was tied to the chair. Hey, in the course of a one-hour show – I mean, you're going to have that, but you can't really ask to have a better one-hour show. Brian Danielson kicks off the show. A three-way match that, I'm sorry, if you don't like Jade Cargo, Nyla Rose, and Thunder Rosa, you just don't like professional wrestling. If you have anything even remotely negative to say about that match, get the F out, right? And then he had a hair versus hair match to close down the show, which uh, it's been a minute since we've seen one of those. So I'm not going to be against that. I mean, you want to pick Rampage? That was a damn fine show. But, Mark, I thought the best show uh, this week, and, and and listen, I don't know how close it was. Like, I think like I think probably, like, like maybe Raw was like a 6.5, 7 out of 10. Uh, Rampage was like a 7.5, 8 maybe out of 10 for me. I'm kind of just ranking on the fly here. That's not really what we do. But when we talk about Wednesday night, when you talk about Dynamite, I, it's an 8.5, 9. You got Adam Cole kicking off the show. You got Sammy Guevara closing the show by taking down Miro, becoming, what, the fifth or sixth TNT champion in company history, right? You have the Brody Lee tribute, and then you have the Arn Anderson promo. Oh, that's coupled with a lot of other good matches sprinkled throughout in what was a two-hour show. It's Wednesday Dynamite for me, and it ain't particularly close, but it comes in the midst of another great week of professional wrestling. Friday getting Mark's weekly winner. Wednesday getting my weekly winner. A strong week for AEW. We'll see what happens next week, though, Mark, because we we got the second week of the draft unfolding, or the second night, I should say, the WWE draft unfolding on Monday Night Raw. And a lot of changes can come with that as well. But for this week, weekly winner goes to AEW. Friday for you, Wednesday for me. And we tip the cap once again, Mark, 
to professional wrestling. Yes, sir. Man, what a weekly winner we just had. Ah, uh, man, that's what we do. That's what we do. I should have. That's, that's gimmick infringement. What we do. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't need to catch any world's strongest slams out there. And as we talk about that second night of the draft, I'm reminding the state of Texas. That's right. Mark Henry's state. I'm going to be in Dallas at Steam Theory Brewing this Monday. That's right. This Monday for the entirety of Monday Night Raw. We're going to have prizes. We're going to have giveaways, trivia, all that good stuff. Most importantly, food and drink deals. So come down there at Steam Theory Theory Brewing in Dallas and hang with me for that second night of the draft on Monday. I'm going to be in Texas. Show me what's up. Give me some barbecue recommendations. I got got a little bit of time there, so I'm going to be searching it out. All right, when we come back, Mark, we didn't take any calls an hour or two, so I think we got a lot of – uh, hungry, busted open nation. Hey everyone, this is former NFL linebacker and current SiriusXM NFL radio host, Kirk Morrison. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, Total Coverage. Each week, I'll be joined by some of the greatest minds in the game as we explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. Whether we're breaking down player techniques, game plans, or coaching philosophies, we'll explain the details that define our favorite performances. New episodes will be available every Tuesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. Eat at the table, like civilized human beings. Mm. Oh, you all right? Little fireplace action. You are a lucky man, my friend. Does Edge read books (laughs) right there? This is the homiest home I've ever been in in my entire life. So cozy. I could stay here all night. (laughs) I could stay here all night. Oh, oh my Master goodness. <laughs> Seth Rollins last what night. What a creepy dude. I mean, in the best way. In the best way. Perfectly creepy. Perfectly menacing. If he was in my house, I'd go full on Anderson, spilling his brains on the concrete. But he's also pretty damn hilarious, too. Seth Rollins doing a home invasion uh, tour of Edge's so, house. So disrespectful in to the house, too. Right. Just putting so disrespectful, putting his feet up on people's yeah. furniture, leaving the uh, leaving the fridge open, which would piss me off. I'm sorry. Am I trying to air condition my fucking kitchen with the with the refrigerator? No, sorry. Anyway, that's another dollar in the swear jar. Whatever. I'm not paying for it. You have to call the tax collector on me. You better get all the authorities. It's adding up. My dollars. We're gonna take it yeah, out your whatever. check. Yeah. Good luck getting that. What check? You get you get paid for this? It's news to me. All right. So, Mark, you heard it there last night. I mean, that was just a little bit of taste. SmackDown had some matches. It was very draft-centric, very draft-heavy. But that was, yeah. I mean, for me, that I mean, Hit Row landed on Friday nights. So that was the highlight. Super excited. Didn't know if it was going to happen. Very happy that it is. That, though, in terms of actual, I can't call it in-ring entertainment, but in terms of the actual entertainment part of the show, uh, Rollins doing that with Edge was just absolutely awesome. And it makes me think there's probably a good chance Rollins uh, ends up on Monday night because I could see these two anchor on Monday and a nice feud continuing at least for a couple more months. Well, I mean, we got a little wrestling. I mean, just, you know, uh, Happy Corbin and 
Um, what you call him, yeah. Mad Cap? Mad, Mad Cap Moss. <laughs> <laughs> Who? And, and to be able to see him and Kevin Owens and to be able to see uh, Bianca and Sasha with our the man at the announce table. Yeah, like, there, there that was, was There was wrestling. Um, yep. But it was a draft show. So, yep. I mean, that's that's what I expected out of the show. Let me ask you. We got the uh, King of the Ring tournament coming up next week. And, Andre, what are they calling? We got the first uh, – it's not a queen of the ring. What are they calling it? Queen's Crown Tournament. Queen's Crown Tournament. Makes me think that it might be ending in Saudi Arabia at the Crown Jewel. We'll see about that. I don't really know. But, Mark, it's basically the king and the queen of the ring. Who do you think could benefit from this the most? Who would you like to see take these two crowns when it's all said and done? Because this is always an exciting time of year. Well, when you're trying to build, you got people yeah. that's already really well established. I would go Shayna Baszler first, and Ooh. I would go Bianca second. Okay. Building those two people will add to the the pool of high quality, very meaningful talent. And Sasha don't need it. No. Charlotte don't need it. Rhea Ripley, she don't need it. She, I mean, like there there's the man definitely doesn't need it. The but spades Shayna too. Baszler. Queen of Spades too. Fits with the Queen of Spades history. You give Shayna Baszler the knot, yeah. it really does something. And you give Bianca the knot, it adds to her credibility and her um, her history against the other champions. So, you know, do the right thing, guys. What about what the fans uh, want to see. What about the men? I wouldn't hate the idea of maybe like a uh, – I don't know, like someone who could use a king gimmick and, and, and do it well and and and, and make Big it e. entertaining. Biggie, maybe him with maybe. a crown and a cape. Yeah, yeah. My my worry there. I, okay, I actually our head is kind. Hold on, our head is actually in a similar place. I was thinking New Day, but I was thinking Xavier. I was thinking that could really do something with Xavier Woods, and he could have a lot of fun with that while also keeping it extremely serious when he needed to. Mm, I got one pick, that's a guys. Good point. Okay, I got Andre. one name. And he deserves it the most. Cesaro. Oh, yeah. He could use the gimmick, too. They could do some fun stuff with that. Yeah. That's a good pick, Andre. Wrestling purist. Did you have the the tinfoil hat on to summon the powers? It's on 24-7, Mark. Always on. Wow. (laughs) I actually like that. The the purity of the factor, right? Because so often I said it, right? Andre. So often, it's a king gimmick. Oh, he's the new king. He's going to run this king. If Cesaro does it, you can put the, the purity back into the, the kingdom or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You can, you can make it about wrestling again. Andre, I like it for that yeah. reason alone. If Valter got to do that purity gimmick as a general, they could definitely make Cesaro do it as a king. Bro, easy. It's Saturday. You're, you're, you're really stretching the, the realm of what people are going to understand. You know what I'm Multiverse saying? madness, bro. Let's bring it all together here. Well, I'm going to start. Well, we'll talk about that later on. But like that, that's that's definitely on my list. Uh, well, what better segue as we talk about the multiverse and we talk about being on the list when we come back? Oh, yeah, it's from a most a minute time. And we got a week in entertainment that we can have some fun with. We got Marvel. We got Mafia. We got all 
the entertainment coming your way. Mimosa Minute closing down this show, and maybe we'll take some calls, too, here on this birthday slash anniversary slash, I don't know what the hell we're calling it, edition of a Saturday show here on Busted Open. I'm Ryan. That's the world's strongest man. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.